So let's talk about why I left TikTok. When I left TikTok, one of the things was I was completely burnt out. I was making six videos a day the first year, okay? I missed like one month. When I decided to first start creating, it was actually an accident. I wanted to create like this visual diary so I can decide if I was going to stay in the tech industry or transition back to the nonprofit space. And so for me, I just kept making videos and people start commenting and I would respond and the comments would go viral. So I never intended to become a creator at all. But one of the things that I noticed was TikTok would always push the videos that were the least impactful, the ones that had the least amount of substance. And then the videos that would get pushed that were really that did not get pushed were the ones that really could move the needle for people. And then I started noticing that a lot of content creators who basically had became big content creators grew really fast. They start running out of content. And people also start getting tired of hearing the message around resumes and LinkedIn. People really got tired of clicking on every career content creator talking about the same thing because essentially what was happening was people were stealing each other's content or they were inspired. But one of the things that started happening to me, I started noticing that a lot of big content creators um, particularly in the black career content space started stealing my content. And so with that being said, it started making me really angry because here it is, we got people that ain't never had a career and now you're trying to punch above your weight and now you're stealing content from me that you can't back up. Literally, I've had people like take things I've said word for word and then I watch it go viral and then at the end, they'll sell you a resume and LinkedIn. And it's like that whole idea for it to work, it's not dependent on any of those things. So I became frustrated with that. Then after that, I just said, okay, I'm going to move to YouTube. So that's pretty much where I'm spending most of my time now. And that's where I'm going to be making videos. And not to mention like the creator program here on TikTok. So they had a beta creator program where they began to pay people. Y'all, there were so many rules to this creator program. They determine what videos qualify, what videos don't qualify. And it, it really is, it's not even worth it in terms of that. But one of the things that I did do and one of the biggest things that happened during this process for me was I found my tribe. So my tribe was never the people who's always looking for like a little pay bump and or looking to try to finesse the system or always trying to figure out what scheme and what hack and what scam. Those were never my people. So for me, it was really important that I start connecting with people who understood that they wanted autonomy, they wanted flexibility, and they wanted freedom. And the only way to do that is if you're the person making the decisions, if you're the key person of influence. And so a lot of times that comes with growth and leadership, advancing your career and strategy. And so that's where I focus my time and I built an amazing community of people who are actually in leadership, who are aspiring leaders. And that has given me more fulfillment than just trying to make videos that will go viral. Or that gives me even more fulfillment when somebody tries to take my content. You can take my content, it's not gonna resonate with your audience. My audience is not going to resonate with someone that's never had a career or has never been in leadership or doesn't understand leadership principles or don't understand organizational politics. It's just not, they're two different audiences. So. 
I was really trying to wrap my head around all of these different things. So long story short, I'm back. And basically, I'm going to continue to make content, but my content is going to continue to have a different lens. It's going to push people to think. It's going to push people to grow. It's going to push people to take control of their careers and move past thinking just about a short-term fix of let me patch up my resume. No, bridge the gaps between your skills and where you're trying to be so that you don't have these problems on your resume. A lot of people, I don't care what people say, a lot of people keep saying, I have so many skills. What I'm finding is a lot of people, y'all, do not have a lot of high paying skills. And we are still not understanding that businesses pay people who can solve like critical problems. And a lot of people don't have those skills yet. And so people constantly want resume information. Well, my resume needs to be streamlined. Your resume doesn't need to be streamlined. You need to understand what's important to a business and what's not important to a business. So all of these ideas and all of these principles, um, I'm going to continue to talk about on this channel in this space. But I'm in that space where I don't want to talk about a resume. Please don't ask me about it, y'all. There's a thousand content creators that can talk about that and regurgitate the same mess. Um, please don't ask me about LinkedIn optimizations. Like... There's thousands of content creators that can talk to you about that. The conversations that we need to have is how do you begin to understand what skills do you have? How do you appraise your skills? How much are your skill sets worth in your industry, on your career path? Then what role makes the highest amount of money? And how do you begin to get those skills and close the gap between that highest paid role in your industry and where you are now? Those are the conversations that need to be had. And that all goes back to career planning, career mapping. And those are the things that I focus on. And while they are not popular, those are the things that are going to create longevity in somebody's career. Honestly, it's the reason why my candidates can like my people that I work with that are competing in this market can contend with other people. It's like that's the secret sauce. But that type of stuff not going to go viral. The type of stuff that's always going to go viral is some BS. And that's another thing. If you're like, I want to make it clear so that if you stick around for the rest of these videos and you stick around on this platform, I want to make it very clear. I'm really sick of this idea of all of these women and all of these girls who a career is just a stepping stone until they find somebody that's going to take care of them or until they find a rich man. Y'all, I'm not ditzy. I'm not dingy. And like tomorrow if some if my husband fall off literally 10 toes down i can stand by myself and that's the type of content that i make i make it so that our communities can stand by themselves women can stand by themselves and if they have a partner that they know that they're able to support their partner they know that they're able to help they know that if something happens that they are secure but a lot of these content creators who make content around I'm just here at the job and doing this and just building this just until I can meet somebody who will take care of me. That is not my philosophy. So you won't hear a lot of that out of my content. It's, it's just not going to happen. Shortcast Club.